0: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Preview here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host Scott Carney and I'm joined by the full house tonight, uh, Ali Pearson, how's it going? Not bad, it's Friday, Rangers are close again, so hi, look forward to the weekend. I actually just forgot to say before we started recording, by the way, this is actually probably going out tomorrow morning and we're all going to talk as if it's Friday night, but mm. such is life, never mind, carry <laughs> on regardless. Um, Scotia, how's it going mate?
1: Ah, good morning, how's everyone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should be a good morning, yes, yeah, well done Scott. that was good, and Ryan Haymarsh, how's it going mate?
2: Yeah, hey, all good, nice to see you, so, uh, if anyone hears any background noise, that's my two little boys having FIFA rage with each other, but they've been told to keep the noise down, so apologies in yeah. advance if you hear anything.
0: Sorry right. mate, people are used to get interrupted by your cat, so getting interrupt- interrupted by actual humans is probably alright to be honest mate. So yeah, um, this probably will be coming to you Saturday morning, um, we'll record this on Friday night due to work commitments and we're here ultimately to preview the St Mum game coming up on Sunday. We are going to start uh, of course with Thursday night's 2-0 win against Bromby at Ibrox to kickstart the Europa League campaign if you like. Um, so me and Ali did the reaction from the car. Um Scotia, I'll come to you. What's your reaction from um, Thursday night? Um, how were you, What was your overall feelings on the performance?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, going into last night's game, um, it was the result more than the performance that really mattered to me in this one. But I think we actually put in a fairly decent performance over the course of the 90 minutes. Um, I think Gerard, Gerard Kenny echoed that in his um, post match comments. Um, I'm still a wee bit concerned. We're defence and in between our defence. Midfield, I still think we're a wee bit look a wee bit shaky there, and I think a better team than Bromby would have probably punished us more, and particularly with a few chances that they had. Um, but overall, a fairly decent performance, and yeah, we're slowly getting there.
0: Slowly getting there, yes. But I think it was a, a much improved performance, um, all round to say I, I watched the game back. Pretty much as soon as I came in last night, I turned on BT Sport and it was on, so I sat and watched it. And uh, yeah, I-, I was impressed with uh, parts of our play. Um, still, a few bomb scare moments, um, to be honest, two in particular. But I mean, overall, Rangers did more than enough to um, to see off Bromby, uh, and it kind of puts us back in the back in the running to get out of this uh, this group. Ryan, yeah, your thoughts on Thursday night's performance?
2: I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the performance. I thought there were signs there of of the Rangers. We want to see some really nice passes in a play. From kick off, Aribo was on it. Like for his first tackle, you could tell he was on it. And I think we've been talking about a player maybe taking us to the next gear. And I think he set the standard. That's where they all should be playing with that. As as Gerard said, these presser uh, aggression, they should all be playing like that. And I thought Aribo was just—I thought he, I thought he'd man a match up his sleeve by half time. Mm-hmm. I know he wasn't as good in the second half, but he really was. He, he was brilliant last night. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought we were by far the better team in the first half. Obviously, the second half we dropped off for ten minutes, which we seem to do every game at the moment. But then we controlled the game, and I—I I, I watched the—the uh, reaction of uh, you and Ali had in the car. And, I thought we did well, I, I really did. I know we're not in the gear where we want to be, but we definitely played in the higher gear last night and we got a result in a clean sheet. I agree with Scotia. there's still those scary moments that even even McGregor, they all look as if they've not played with each other at times, but no, we've upped the gears and we've got the performance and I was, I was I was quite happy last night.
0: Yeah, um, again, that's you're pretty much spot on, mate, as I say, I think... Rangers controlled it in the second half um, the way that they had the way that they had to in order to kind of eliminate any any threat from Bromby. Bromby, I think, after that kind of ten minutes that they had at the start of the second half, knew that it wasn't really going to be their night and they kinda, they kinda wilted away. And obviously, you're allowed to make five changes, obviously, because it's Europe in UEFA, European competitions, you're still allowed to make five changes. So we made our after changes, which really it always disrupts the flow, it always it disrupts how Rangers are going to play. And uh, but I think they only added to the, the control to be honest that Rangers had, and it gave us a wee lift when we needed it. And it kind of killed any any sort of real comeback chance for Bromby. Um, Ali, obviously, we had our reaction um on, well, on Thursday night, and the car, anything else changed for you? Are you still feeling pretty much the same way? Pretty much
3: the same, but I said. Did say it just shows the importance of a second goal that 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 game on Thursday night should have well that should have happened against Hearts if we'd got a second goal against Hearts it would have been the same as the Bromley game probably second half I know us as fans were screaming for Rangers to to go at these teams and really give them a serious doing but we've got a big game in Sunday so there's no point going hell for leather in the second half and. Especially when we're playing Sunday. So I, I get why Rangers played in second gear, if you like, in a, in the second half, even though we did have good chances in terms of Arfield hits a bar, Sakala, and he's got to score. There's a stonewall penalty in Joe Arribo. How Var got that wrong is beyond me because a bloody stonewaller. Um yeah. yeah. So I, I was actually just about to come on to that, mate. That's the reason
0: I, I interrupted a wee bit there. Um we all know what challenge we're talking about. Joe Oribo is blatantly took down um in the box. It's the most penalty of penalties you're probably likely to see and um, even Gerard after the game confirms that VAR has missed one. Um Scotia, how does Var work? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Honestly I don't know. No um to be honest, when I seen it, I didn't initially didn't think it was a penalty. Um I thought, well, it probably was a penalty, but the way that a leaves his trailing, trailing leg behind, I've still I'm still in the mindset that that's, that shouldn't be the case. But I'm, I'm wrong in that. in that opinion. <laughs> um, but when I seen it seen it back with a pro- proper highlights of it, yeah, still more penalty. So how far? Don't even have a look at that or pull
3: it back. I, I don't know. I think uh, it did look at it, but it ruled it wasn't a penalty. Has it looked at? It, I don't understand. I think I think so. Yeah.
2: I think so, so yeah i'm sure they did yeah well <laughs> yeah. i don't understand i don't
0: understand the rules of football then yeah. i don't think <laughs> uh, no it's the most um it's the most penalty it's, it's, i mean it's it is just a penalty i don't think there's really any doubt about it it's uh it's a it was a sure penalty um i was convinced by it i say there was a few people around me being like oh it must not have been because um va would have checked it etc, um, etc, et but no, I mean that has to be a penalty I just if it, again, if it isn't a penalty, if VAR have checked that and they've decided it's not a penalty then I definitely don't understand the, the rules of football. Um, Ryan, do you think this puts a wee, well I've not, I don't think I've ever asked you, do you want VAR in Scottish football?
2: Yeah, I think we did speak about that I don't want it in Scottish football until it's uh, watertight, bulletproof, whatever uh, phrase you tell me what to use that's a perfect example. That's a penalty. If it's went to VAR and they've not given it, it's the wrong decision. So VAR isn't, it's not where we, want, we all want it to be. Once it is, then that's fine. But I just don't think, it just shows it. different referees interpret a foul to, to, to other referees. It's, if you're stopping a game and going to someone in a room and they're still making the wrong decision... No, I don't want that in Scottish football at all. Scottish football is bad enough when there's a a bad decision by a referee or or even a good decision with certain certain clubs. Uh, No, I definitely don't want it in Scottish football at the moment.
0: I see. I'm... I'm kind of for it, to be honest. I, I, if, it's, if it's going to make the game better, then yeah. I mean, the moment, that obviously the big moment in VAR, um, or probably the second big moment now is the the goal check that happened and the referee running in the middle of the park doing the BTV screen and pointing and saying goal and everybody acting like that. It's one of them, one of them moments I'll remember forever because it was just very very strange. Um, just everybody just completely reacting at the same time. It's not often that kind of that kind of happens. Something like that. Ali. Um, are you far
1: for? Yeah, exposure What I was gonna just say about that is that's that'll probably get tedious after a while if it does come in. Uh, that's <laughs> that true. Happens. That's the first time it's happened for us, so it does have that wee bit of excitement. But um that is... it'll, it'll wear thin quickly, I
3: think.
0: <laughs> Yeah, especially with the standard referee in Scotland, mate, yeah, it might become, it might wear a wee bit in, probably quite a good point, but I was in quite early last night in the stadium and there the was coming up on the screens that VAR was in operation that was telling you everything that they check and what they don't check and whatever else, and I was like, well, they're pretty much checking. they definitely said they check penalties, so, uh, or at least is it decisions that the referees not seen or maybe got wrong, in terms of a penalty, and it's got to be, but it's got to be a game changing decision or something. I, I don't know. It's probably far too complicated than what it needs to be. But Ali, you for that? Yes and no. I think it takes a,
3: the emotion out of the game in terms of you celebrate a goal. If it's one of the dodgy ones, and you celebrate it, you're kind of half celebrating it. And another way around, like the, the, the goal at um, Ibrich's um, Thursday night, there was it was weird celebrating that. It, it was you were celebrating, but you kind of weren't, if you know what I mean. It, it wasn't that initial that you that rush you get, didn't get that. It was like, all oh, right, what's a goal? Um, so I uh, they would like Ryan says, we need to get it kind of watertight. I've seen it down the premiership. It was a bit dodgy last season the Premiership. They've seemed to figure out a wee bit this season in terms of Premiership. That's why the the rule of let the the play continue um, I hate is that. in force. But but there, there was a there was a good example of the I was watching the Tottenham game and Harry Kane scored a goal where he went through and they let the play continue and it was uh, he gave him offside and it, they came back and he was he was onside. So that, that that's a reason why why they do it, but I the other side of it is a player could get injured if he, if he actually is offside. So right, so he
0: uh, was he was offside, he scored, and then he went back, but he was onside to the Ghostlands? Yeah, yeah, right, right okay. So well, I, see, that's, I, weird.
3: I, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I get why they do it, but yeah, but I like it. Look, I've loved VAR for, for Christ knows how long in football. To me, I I like it as it is. There's going to be mistakes in football, and that's the way I kind of like it. To be honest. Yeah, so you
0: so you get something to do a podcast about when referees make an arse <laughs> of it. I suppose you can't yeah. blame refs anymore. You've just got to blame VAR. Uh, but it was again, it will still go back to the, the penalty decision. It's just a penalty. It really is a, a, all day, all day long, VAR or not. It's still a penalty. So we we'll move on to um, Gerard after the match, after the game. He was saying to uh, BT Sport that he was happy to kickstart the the Europa League campaign for. He seemed pretty pleased with the performance. Um, Packed out. Uh, Joe Aribo uh, as well, and then um, put him a dodge. Asked him a, a question about the rumors of the, the Newcastle job, um, and he said, "Do I look happy? Do I look settled? Don't ask me silly questions, and I won't ask you silly. I won't give you silly answers." Um, Ryan, this is just the news that everybody wanted to hear. Not that we, and th- not that I actually thought Gerard would leave and go to Newcastle, but it puts it to bed now.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody with half a half a brain would have thought he was going to leave us for Newcastle. He'll, he'll leave us for one club and one club only. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, good on name a for asking him. Though I know a lot of these questions I ran past him before the cameras start, but good on him for asking him. And uh, oh, either way he acted, his answer was spot on for me. Absolutely spot on, and you no, know, he won't be going to any mediocre clubs like Newcastle.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> it was incredible. Um, it was just this. Ali, like, it was the this the way he said
3: it with a smile as well. It was brilliant to see. He's done this a few times with reporters, and I, I, he likes Emma Dodds because Emma Dodds does Rangers TV. R- TV She's staunch. Yeah. Gerard knows that. He kind of it kind of gave her a wee slap in the wrist as if to say, "Don't say that again." But I'll let you away with it this time. But he's done it before in previous reporters and. If you ask silly it's not to be fair, it's not a silly question because there is speculation around it, but it's good that he's come straight back and basically went, I'm going nowhere. So I was
0: happy about it. Yeah, Scotia is a, it's a. that's my gaffer moment.
1: Yeah, it was good and I it was thankful that it was Emma Dodge that asked the question because I think that if that was anyone else, um they were getting the stare given to them <laughs> and then swiftly batted away. But yeah, I mean Newcastle itself—it's kind of a poison chalice, to be honest. They're not going to be able to make any changes until January. They're sitting really, bo- really low in the Premier League. It wouldn't, shouldn't be a job that Gerard wants to go to, if I'm being honest, because he's wanting a loser with it. I think at the moment and the teams Newcastle are rotten at the moment. Yeah,
0: so. they are yeah i think though there's fair play trade. fair play money things come into play as well because they can't just go and spend willy-nilly there's got to be something that happens or something i don't know somebody made up your way for rule to stop club club spending but you can still spend as much as you want one of them ludicrous ludicrous things uh but yeah i was just so happy to see uh to see him saying that it was a a good a good finish to my night for that way when i seen that went to bed with a mass even bigger smile on my face um as well, if you have not seen Alan McGregor's RTV interview after the game, <laughs> go and watch it. <laughs> the guy, honestly, they should just constantly put Alan McGregor out.
3: Scotia, it was absolutely brilliant.
1: Uh, it was just as the way his eyes looked up and he goes, "Oh, thank you." <laughs>
3: Thank you very much. Was that, was that, was that you,
1: Scotia? <laughs> that was Will Fusselman. No, um, excuse me. No, unfortunately, not. That I would have if, if I was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the interview was getting taken, but I, McGregor's brilliant, and in particular when we're playing in European games, he seems to speak with a thicker accent that none of the European folk can understand really. So yeah. uh, McGregor's always good for a laugh. More of
0: that. It is. Oh, he is, he's excellent. He really is. if you've not seen it, it's on our TV. Honestly, it's great. Uh, and I, I was saying to you earlier on as well, Ali um I seen you work. The the I don't care if I got a clean sheet or no. So if we win two one, if we went two one, we've still won the game. <laughs> like and like
3: he blatantly does care about clean sheets though. Yeah, I, I think he secretly likes noising the reporters up and they must dread getting the well, Gregor because they know it. Off camera, they'll all have a laugh because that's the, that's the Rangers guy that's asking me questions, so they'll know. But it's funny how I said to you today that all the other guys, it's two and a half, three minutes of interviewing McGregor was 50-odd seconds and you really get nothing out of him at all.
0: Yeah, he's absolute class at it. The man's up. But Ryan, you're in agreement with us. Every presser we have, it should just be Alan McGregor. I love him. I
2: absolutely love him. He's just... He's everything I want in a, in a Rangers player. And I, let's just take my hat off to his absolute shithouse. I don't know if he's noticed it when, I think it was the first half. Yeah, it was the first half, yeah, because it was Coltman then. And they just missed a chance at a header or something. And two balls ended up on the pitch. And the Bronby player went to kick the, the referee. He went, no, I can't take the, the bye kick because there's two balls in the pitch. McGregor had his ball. And the Brondby player went to pass the other ball to him and he swapped balls with him just to kill <laughs> at a bit of time. You know, it's just absolute shithousery. He knows what he's doing and he goes and picks the ball up and he kicks the ball by mistake and it's a waste. Uh, him stuff like that. And it's clever. It's stuff that we don't do enough because team's doing against us all the time and, nah, he totally gets it. He gets everything about Rangers and, and what we want to see. He's fantastic.
0: It's the, it's the wee one where he bends over to pick the ball up but he continues to kick it with his
2: foot <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the most blatant time-wasting yep. ever, but I'm the same I absolutely love when he does it My dad loves it as well, my dad gets a right laugh out, laugh out at him. He's brilliant, and you're right mate we don't do enough of that stuff There's not enough of time-wasting and um, proper, the, the dark arts if you like, of the, a football match Rangers should really let to do more of it But yes, I mean, it finished off a, a rather pleasing Thursday night um, We are we're at, we are now back into it. Leon came back to beat Sparta 4 3 last night. We've not seen the highlights of that game, but it must have been some game of football. Uh, and it puts us right back into it. And that does not much from Bromby last night. If anything, they kind of um, flouted to deceive me last night. I expected a wee bit more from them than what they actually gave us. And I, I seen nothing from them last night that would make me think Rangers won't get three points um, when we play them away in a couple of weeks. So I say we're back into the, the Europa League now. We were giving ourselves a fighting chance and it could have could set up a pretty spectacular game against Sparta Ibrox Um so look forward to that one. So we'll move on to the preview of the St. Mern game on Sunday. It was press conference day on I was nearly said today there to give the game away. <laughs> um I just gave it away anyway. But Friday morning, uh, and it was Gerald and Joe Rebo so Gerard gave a team update um ryan kent has been pushed back about five days and um, they've been told to, to kind of keep him back so hopefully the aberdeen game if not it'll be the game after and ryan jack is back in training um after seven months ryan that's music to my ears This is, i don't
2: know if you agree with us but if i'd picked one ryan to fall back on his or his program back to fitness i would have picked ryan kent because he'll come back but if you told me there, I didn't see the presser, obviously I'd just not long in for work. It's um, just in case Jamie Lowe's watching, he's going to take, <laughs> take points off me. Um, <laughs> I'm really, really pleased to hear that, that, that Jack's back in training because I, I was worried for quite a while there that, and he's not out in the woods yet, but I was worried that we were constantly seeing this 7 to 10 days thing or whatever you want to call it. He, he just didn't seem to there was no sight of him and even that Instagram post of his boots you said that was a few weeks ago now mm-hmm. um aye fantastic news and the quicker that that midfield how strong is that our midfield going to be once he's back I mean it really is with Lundstrom playing well now and it's a uh, oh it's music to me it's fantastic I can't wait to see him in the just shirt again
0: I agree. I think, obviously, he has back training. He has been out for seven months. It could take some time before we see him. We have to be even more patient than what we are, especially Ryan Jack fanboys like I am. Uh, I'm just delighted to see him back with the first team, and hopefully nothing crops up, and he continues to get back to match fitness, and we see him um, not before long. Ali, a wee bit of
3: disappointment about Ryan Kent, though. Yeah, I was, I was, he's a huge miss at the moment, Ryan Kent. I just... I was at Bromley game last night. their right back to me. was terrible, and I was just thinking all the time. Ryan Kent would turn that guy and to be fair. <laughs> he will be back for the second leg, hopefully, so we can do it then. But you no, know, disappointing. But at the same time, there's no point rushing him back because if he goes by and a hamstring injury again, that's him out for an hour six weeks or so. So don't rush him back. We've got we've got enough quality to deal with St. Mirren on Sunday. So no, I wouldn't rush him back. And even for the Aberdeen game, which is Wednesday, which isn't far away, to be honest. I wouldn't rush him. I wouldn't I wouldn't rush him if, if he's not 100% ready. And, um, yeah, on Ryan Jack, I'm delighted to see him back. I think we'll see a midfield three of Kamara, Lundstrom sitting and Ryan Jack, the right-hand side of him. I think that could be the midfield going forward, which then, as I always say, puts Joe Arriba up further forward where he should be. And I think that could be the Rangers team going forward.
0: Yeah, that's a oh, that's a lovely thought. <laughs> really, is um, to see to see Jack back in the, the team is just uh, I can I really can't wait, and I just hope it all goes well for him because he deserves another crack at the whip. That is for sure. Uh, Skoshire, I'll come to you because um, you're a defender at heart, mate. So we'll speak about ball again. Um, <laughs> Gerard says they are they're hopeful they've not ruled them completely out for um Sunday. Uh even after the game against Bromby on Thursday night, he said that um he was kinda of have maybe have nightmares about it. Um hoping that or a sleepless night along the lines that he said around it. So I think it just shows how critical um Balligan is and fingers crossed that he makes it for Sunday. I'm up in the air for
1: Sunday with him I'd prefer him probably to play in the game on Wednesday against Aberdeen Mm. so I would be tempted if there is any potential issue just to give him a rest because he's been brilliant since he's kind of since Hellander's went out injured and um, if it wasn't for Aribos performance last night I would have probably given it to Balogun thought he was the, the best defender we had on the pitch last night or Thursday night sorry Keep giving it away. <laughs> um, no,
0: maybe maybe fucked it about twenty seconds in the pod. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, but he, he was brilliant last night again, and he was bringing the ball out, sort of playing out from the back quite a few times, and yeah, he looked brilliant. And he's been he's been pretty solid ever since he's come in, as I say. So um, hopefully it's not too bad. But if there is any issue, I'd probably be tempted to give him a rest for the game on Sunday. And
0: saving yeah. for the game on Wednesday Wednesday, yeah mate You've probably got a shout there to be honest I would agree, I think he was really good I was quite harsh on coaching last night at halftime When I spoke to you boys I didn't think he was particularly good um, On Thursday night But <clears throat> After watching the back I think he was probably better than I thought he did He was pretty solid in the second half He didn't make too many mistakes in the second half Um, So yeah, I mean kind of pie in my face over really with that one um Kearney. we'll move on to yeah Sorry, on. Kearney.
1: can i just jump in quickly about jack what i think is absolutely huge for us is in a month's time we'll have the prague game when they come back to over to ibrox and that's potentially winner takes second kind of game so having jack back fit and ready for that game i think is huge so mm. very excited about that
0: I think that might be too soon mate, genuinely I think that's still a bit too soon, I, I'm generally not expecting to see them before Christmas, I'm really not, I think they'll take their time with this because I think they already have, any wee sort of niggle that cre- cre- kind of crept up was a, an extra 7-10 days, our mm-hmm. favourite mm-hmm. saying when we're oh, talking right. about an injured player Um, so I think they might take their time look mate, I, would, I if they, if he's ready for Sunday mate, fling him in, genuinely I'd, I'd love to see him back but I just don't see it happening, I think they'll Really take their time. Ryan Kent will be back as soon as they think he's ready because he's he's not missed that much football. Let's be completely honest with us. Ryan Jack's been out for seven, eight months now. Um, so we'll move on to the, the gold chain contract thing that continues to creep up. Um Stephen Gerrard's comments on it were pretty good, to be honest. Um, when the wife wants money um and you only want to give a certain amount away, there is always a negotiation, is the way that he, he, he summed it up. Um Ryan. Actually, I, I, a wee call out to heart and hand here. I listened to the update on my way home and um, it was Colin that McMillan had done it today and he mentioned that there was an interview with BT Sport before the game. Now, obviously, I was at the game and I didn't see it. he uh, said that Connor Goldson was asked, does he see his future in Glasgow? And he said, yes, as long as it's right for him and his family. Is this just all down to he wants X amount and we're only going to give him Y?
2: I've, I've got a feeling it's not, I've got a feeling that, I've got a feeling McGregor, uh, McGregor sorry, I've got a feeling goals has been tapped up, I don't like his answers now, I don't, uh, what he said uh, the other day there, about I've not heard from the club, I didn't think that was a good answer, um, I thought he should be a wee bit well, more prepared for that, and I've, I've seen some comments of people saying, oh the club need to come out and say whether he's staying or not, why would the club do that, why would the club say, or he doesn't want to sign a contract, then the pressure's on the player. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that he wants to see what comes in in January if somebody has not already approached him. And that's his prerogative if that's what he wants to do. But if we're not getting performances out of him, it's like I said the other day, it could turn before Christmas with the fans. You can already feel people unsettled and I'm hearing shouts where I'm sitting. If he does something wrong, oh, i fucking sign a contract and this and that. and yeah. Yeah. It's not nice when a player's just not really committing to the club or nobody's saying anything. The longer list goes on, I don't think it's looking good. But it does feel as if it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to the boil very shortly by the, by the looks of it if Gerrard started commenting on it. Um, but maybe I'll be completely wrong. They'll sign a contract tomorrow
0: possibly mate it all could all, all will come out in the wash mate I, i'm not so sure mate i don't know if i'm going to be as pessimistic if that's the right word as as you are about the the situation I, maybe i'm just my blue tinted glasses mate and i'm just believing everything that he said um and i'm like okay you want to be here for longer it's now up to you to prove that you want to be uh the amount of money he's probably asking for is probably close to lower premiership. I would imagine he's probably he's probably are we better aware of what John Lundstrom's maybe being paid paid, and he's thinking he's one of the top performers in the team, which he is. The amount of football he's played for us is is crazy. Uh but our, the club might hold hold steady on it. But it would be a shame to lose him altogether and not make any sort of money back on him. Are they are you uh are you in Ryan's camp or or do you, uh, Do you, are you in Ryan's camp in the sense that you think it's all about smoke and mirrors with Goldson, what he's saying, or do you think he's
3: genuinely here to, to stay? If I had to put money on it, I'd say he's away in the summer. I don't think he'll go in January, but I think he'll go in the summer. But that's not said he's not going to put in a shift from now to the end of the season. I don't think he's that type of guy, Goldson. But I thought he played well last night, Goldson. Like I say, he was my player of the year last season, but. We're in, we're in November soon, and like I say, we'll be in January and he can sign a pre contract. He could potentially earn 60, 70 grand a week during the premiership. We can't pay, lucky if we could pay half that. So, uh, yeah, I would I would say he's away. Because at the end of this season, that's him being at Rangers four years. What age is he? 28 or something? He's probably got one last big move in him. So, he's English. Yeah, I think it'll be winning the summer, if I'm being blatantly honest. Sorry to sort of ruin your parade there, <laughs> You thought you No, me. no that's I, me just no. being honest about it. Well,
0: of course, mate. As I say, um, you're always very positive, Ali. Obviously, everybody watch watches this podcast will know how positive you are about things. Uh, but I think, <laughs> Scotia, if, if what Ali's saying is true and he's going to potentially go in the summer, see when you hand your notice in at work, do you give it 100%?
1: You don't, but I think football is a completely different um, type of workplace. I mean, the, the amount of stick he'll get if he's not even turning in performances. I think I'm like the other two there that I think he's that's him. He's gone. And Rangers have got a pretty big decision to make in January, whether or not we get a nominal fee for him or we just wait until his contract runs down. And the other big thing that Rangers now need to look at then as well is Balogun's contract runs up at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Should we be extending his contract a bit further to maintain a wee bit of consistency in the defence, um, while we look for someone else. If, as I suspect, Connor Goldson uh, does go away, so I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think he's going away, and it's it's a risk we're taking. We're not, tur- not not turning players over in the quick amount of time um, to get any back on them, because I think Kent Morelos and Jack's contract all expires at the end of next season. Um, and we've got that issue that we're getting at this stage where players will be needing our own wage cap that we don't really want to exceed because oh. we all know what happened last time we exceeded and spent silly money in contracts. Um, so we, you'd like to think that would never happen again. So I think he's gone.
3: Scotia, can I ask you a question? Obviously, since you're the expert defender on this panel, you're so... Um, Wish I'd never I, said that. I know, I know, defender at heart. So, um, no, I, I I spoke in another podcast about, about Goldson in terms of the other centre-halves we have can't do what Connor Goldson does in terms of, I call him a ball-playing centre-half. They can't do that job. How difficult do you think it would be to go and replace Goldson in the summer, i.e., to get a ball playing centre half? Because the other centre halves we've got can't do Goldson's job in terms of the way we want to play football. You can't have two bruisers at the back if you want to say you need a, a ball player one side.
1: No, it'll be very difficult, and it'll, we, could, we could we could find a gem, hidden gem somewhere. I know there's of suitor all the time. He's a slightly. Slightly plays with the ball, but he's really injury prone. Um, The one thing that Goldson does as well is that he ties all the defense together. We noticed noticed it when he was that game that he was missing; that the defense looked all over, all over the place. So he gives you that kind of solidity, even if he's not playing great himself. He ties everything together, and you know players can cover for him if he's not having a great game. It's going to be really difficult, but now that it's getting to this stage, I'm going to be scouting. For defenders all over Europe. Don't <laughs> uh, no worry, G- Gerard. <laughs> Scotia's <laughs> on the yes. case. No I'm worry, on the Gerard. case, yes.
0: You'll <laughs> <laughs> find your player. <laughs> I think, Ma, Ma, i am probably been a bit critical on Goldson just now as well because I know the situation and your head's always going, oh, the guy doesn't want to be here. And it's not good for fans either because you do be a wee bit critical. And But then I hear the comments that he's apparently said. I've not seen the interview, but the comments that he's apparently said that he wants to stay and he doesn't want to be remembered just for 55. He wants to remember for 56. I know that's all easy to say. I do get that. It's all very, very, it's an easy thing to say. But I'm like, right, well, it's now up to him though. Um whether it's enough Or it's not enough uh, I, I agree with Ali That he's probably got One big last move in him So we'll We'll need to wait And see with it To be honest um, But To replace him Man I don't think There's anybody In the Scottish League Anyway that would be Able to replace him um, How much did we pay for him? Was it three and a half? Three, three, mil, three million Three million that's, yeah. that's what I was just About to say there um, Sorry to interrupt you boys When you were saying About how much Would it
1: cost you To replace him If you
2: look at how much was spent on Hollander? which what was he three three, three and a half. half yeah so three and a half who is not a ball player and the reason we got him for three and a half is he's a, he's a fantastic defender Hollander, but he can't he's slow mm. if you want a player who can play football with the feet who has got a bit of pace on him and can defend you're talking serious yeah, seriously.
1: if we're aiming for the Champions League next year as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It does, it opens up our after, after questions. I mean, obviously, if we win the league, we're going to have quite a bit of disposable income. Um, I'd imagine uh, some of that's going to go on a new goalkeeper. That's just my guess. I presume that we would be looking to invest in a, a a keeper. And yeah, it's probably going to need to be a centre-half if... Um, if Golson decides to leave look, it's one of these ones we're going to need to wait and see but the closer it's getting to january the more the questions will continue to get asked uh uh it's, it's spoke about quite a lot now so it's really up to the club and to to conor goulton to decide what they want i by what Gerard's saying i think the club are holding stump on it and Corrigan's not willing to drop to whatever they're offering, so we'll need to wait and see if there's going to be a middle ground found. So on to <clears throat> excuse me, on to uh, St. Murren themselves. On to the game. Um, since they got um, demolished by Celtic uh, at the end of August six, now they've actually been in a not bad run of form. They've drawn three and won three, including a win against the Sheep. So Ali, what's your what's your thoughts about the game on Sunday? Um, how are you feeling about it?
3: I said to you what today, St Mirren's one of these teams. I don't know what their stadium's called now. It keeps changing names. But we always go there and never give them a doing. It's always a tight game. And I expect it to be a tight game again. Um, I, they've won, you said, what, three and a bounce there. Uh, they've got a boy Brophy up front. who's He was a bit of a thorn in our side with Kilmarnock before. So he might play. Yeah, he's, Jim Goodwin, he's got Jim Goodwin. He's got them playing quite well. Apparently they like to play football. So we'll see if they'll play football against us or if they'll sit behind a ball, I don't know. But yeah, it'll be tricky down there. I expect it to be a hard game down there and I, and I don't expect a lot of goals, if I'm being honest. So there's a, a clue to my scoreline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <clears throat> I, we struggle when we go to Paisley. Like we really do. I, I, I know we've been there sometimes during a, during monsoon season and it's not been the best of conditions, but uh, it's been a place that we've we've had our problems in the past. Uh, Scotia, how are you feeling ahead of the game?
1: It's the dreaded 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Oh, no. That a couple of seasons ago was an absolute nightmare for us. And, yeah, you're right. Probably one of the first pods, I think, that you and Ali done would have been that 3-2 defeat in the, the League Cup. Was it, uh, it was League Cup last year? Um, I've, To be honest, I've not seen St Mirren an awful lot this season. But by no. all accounts, like you say, they are playing pretty good football. I noticed that they're the the top scorers in the league out with ourselves, Celtic, and both the Edinburgh clubs. So that kind of shows you, you know, they're, they're sticking the ball away quite a lot. And apart from that 6 0 hammer into Celtic, they're, they're not conceding too many either, really. So I think, it, again, yeah, it will be quite a tough game. But as I say, I've not seen St. Myrne that much this season. So I can't really comment on how they'll play. Although Jack wicks and goals for them, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, Jack out some from goals for them. Yeah,
0: you're right. I literally just looked up the table there. So the goals against our 12 but obviously six of them were against Celtic. Um, and the it was the second coming of the this the, the Celtic team that we were all expecting, or that we were led to believe even. Um, Ryan, how are you feeling ahead the head of the game on Sunday, mate?
2: I feel confident if we show the attitude and desire that we showed last night. I think we had I think the mindset was right last night. Like I said, with aribo He showed the right attitude. And if, if the player if the majority of our players do that to, uh, tomorrow, yes, tomorrow. Um <laughs> I, I don't I don't see us getting anything but three points. I was quite impressed to see it, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's a i have only lost two games this season.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I mean that's quite that just shows you they're not a, an easy team to beat. But yeah, I think if we show the like, right attitude and desire, then we'll get three points. Um on Sunday we should. Uh, big performances from Aribo again. I want him to kick on and get him on a run of four now because I think he's 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 getting into gear just now. He's looking like is if you on going to play the year for us. And he's looking bang on form and he could be the player that takes us. I said Haji during the week, um, but Aribo could be the guy that takes us up to the next gear
0: i agree the rule breaker as he's he's called himself and what gerard was saying anyway that he's the rule breaker and he's allowed to break formation if you like and take the ball on himself and long may it continue because there was moments in that first half on thursday night he was completely unplayable honestly the way he flings it's the way he gets himself in front of a man like and he just and he's some size of a lad you forget how big jewelry is. he's a a big lad and the way he gets in front of him and he's he sometimes he's control that he can show and his ability to get out of a, literally out of a phone box with five guys and he comes out with the ball, it's it's absolutely incredible to watch but yeah I mean I feel the same I think if, if we have now found a wee bit of form it looks like we are slowly getting better and better uh, I don't see why we shouldn't be feeling rather confident going to going to Paisley on Sunday but it is the, the dreaded 12 noon kick-off, I can't stand it honestly because uh, it kind of became a thing for a while with us uh, so we, we never really seemed to perform that well at 12 noon on a Sunday but I, I think we've got more than enough to more than enough to, to see the game out so Scotia, I'll come to you first mate, um, what's your team prediction for Sunday?
1: Yeah, I struggled with this because both the next two couple of games we've got um, in the league are important because we've kind of messed up against Hearts there. But I would probably rotate a wee bit here. I know Aberdeen have been absolutely rotten. This season, I think they've lost the last five Aberdeen, but they're playing Rangers and who do Aberdeen raise their game against? It's us. So yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I've went for a a bit of a change team for the game on Sunday. I've gone McGregor and Goals. To have it right back, Golson in the middle, along with Simpson. I think he needs to start getting some game time. Um, if Baligan's carrying that knock, and then I put Bassi out uh, at left back. Went for a midfield of Kamara, Lundström, and I think I'll go with the lesser spotted um, Scotty Arfield. I know he came on the on the pitch weekend there, but I'd maybe play him. This could be a game that suits him. And then up front, going with Aribo,
0: Morelos, and Sakala. Interesting, very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's nothing like my team, to be completely honest. That's interesting, mate. <laughs> Ali, do you want to go next, mate? Right?
3: Aye, yeah, Scotia's went a wee bit wild there. been drinking <laughs> tonight, Scotia? You had a beer, Scotia, yeah. <laughs> just, just the one, yeah. Uh, no, I think Shagger might have a wee rest at the weekend and come back for the sheep. So I've went McLaughlin and Goal. I've went a back for a Tav Goldson. I think Simpson as well because I would not need that And Barisic, I've got a left back. Midfield three, I've got Kamara Lindstrom sitting and Arebo. Even though I like Arebo further forward, and the front three of Haji, Morelos, and Roof. That's my team.
0: That's a that's a strong team, mate. That's very li- very little rotation in that. To be completely honest, mate, it's a strong team. I think three the players. only one that. Yeah, I think the only one that we will all probably agree on is that Kamara will definitely play. Um, Ryan?
2: Ali, who was your other centre-half at Goldson, sorry? Simpson. Right, no, I thought it was the same team as you have not. so I have went... Oh, no, you've you've not shagged either so I'm completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Shagger, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Borner...
3: Oh God! pass at centre half, right?
2: Christ. Yeah, he's played that. He's. I would rather have him at centre half than than Simpson. I'll be honest. That's where I'm at just now, and I know he didn't cover his own glory in Sparta, but it's one game. It's done. Kick on, son. That's what I'm. That's where I'm thinking about it. Lundstrom and Kamara sitting. Joe floating up and down the way he did last night. Haji Marellos roof.
0: Again, quite a strong team, that, to be completely honest. Um, I'm going to I go... want us to
2: get... Sorry, Scott. I want us to get, I want us to get settled. I think we end entering a period now, especially when run up to Christmas games, we need to start getting a settled team, back for everywhere along that team. And I know he likes to rotate three or four players. I think we need to start getting a settled team, especially if we're starting to get a wee bit of form at the moment. So I'd like to see us just stop rotating so much. I know
0: it's hard with the injuries and stuff but i'd, I'd like to see yeah, a bit more settled team mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah i've made i've made a few changes uh i'll go with ali on the, i think mclaughlin will start uh i'm shocked that nobody picked parson uh, i really am um so i've went parson goldson and i'm going to go with bassy as well for the same reasons that ryan said which will irritate that guy in the comments i'm sure that i've agreed with ryan uh but yeah but <laughs> Bassi for me there is absolutely no doubt I would rather Bassi than Simpson at uh, center half. Um I, I I don't have the confidence in Simpson at all. Um, whereas I think Bassi would literally break down the whole stadium to stop a ball going in. Uh I, I think he's an imposing an imposing man and he's got the pace to keep up with Brophy as well. Um so I, I'm going to go with Bassi. Barisic left-back, Lundström, Kamara, Aribo in the midfield, and I'm going Sakala, Morelos and Haji up front, and I was close to not playing Morelos and just playing Roof, but I think he will stick with Morelos. So, yeah, um, Ryan, back to you. Score predictions, mate. I'm going 3 one Rangers, uh, Joe to score first. He is the flavour for me now,
2: I'm loving him.
0: Yeah, score sir.
1: Um, I've went 3-1 as well, um, and although he will probably, he definitely won't start, if he does Arfield I think he'll get the first goal, otherwise it'll be Alfie.
0: Definitely been drinking. Ali? 2-0
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rangers. A Jack Simpson header for a corner. First
0: goal. <laughs> 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 I've
2: been
0: trying to drink. all laughing. I wait till it happens. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Uh, well, no, you never know. I'll take <laughs> it, mate. No. Uh, I'll go. I'm going to go two 0 as well, and i reboot to score anytime. Uh, he is absolutely flying just now, and if he continues to get that kind of more freed up role, if you like to push forward, then yeah, um, I fancy Jordan able to get a goal. Uh, so that'll do us. Um, Thank you, everybody. Ali, thank you very much. No problem. We'll switch again. Yeah, Scotia, Cheers, mate.
1: Right, cheers. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'm away off to watch the, the B team play. So
2: I, I get so confused there. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, cheers, mate. Cheers, boys. Uh, I'm going to Paisley on Sunday, so looking forward to that. And if Andy's been watching and was concerned about that oh, side, the scarf here, it's returned home. We have it that's home and safe. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the scarf is home thank goodness uh, so yeah we will be back on Sunday um, with a club reaction of some form um, we'll, we'll be back and we'll bring you a reaction to that so shameless plug for me please like the video subscribe to the YouTube channel give us a wee five star rating wherever you listen to us and share and like anywhere that you possibly can just to help us go out as many beers as possible really is appreciated and that'll do's, um back to league action hopefully Rangers continue their winning ways um, and we get back to back to winning ways on Sunday in the league Um, so that'll do us, Um, thank you everybody Uh, enjoy your weekend, enjoy the game and we'll speak to you after it, we are Club at 22, the Champions podcast, cheers